0: This is going to be hard nice. uh, <laughs> That's what she said Thank you Coming up on episode 25 <laughs> One big happy family We're here We're together At last Let's see where everybody sits musically can Shall we? Welcome Two verse course verse. <laughs> Jesus. It's gonna be a seven hour episode. I don't have to work tomorrow, so <laughs> six thirty. <630. laughs> uh, with me yeah, is yeah. the official verse course verse team. But we'll say batting leadoff with a what? perfect batting percentage of loving pop bangers. That is Sven. I was here first, Knutson. Sven, how <laughs> are you? Totally
1: missing the sports reference, I think.
0: I mean batting. You understand batting, right? You
1: hit you hit something with a stick.
0: There, yeah, that's pretty much ball. it. Rachel Polio is here. Rachel, how are you tonight?
2: I'm well, David. So polite.
0: And then <laughs> in the three-hole, which is uh, an unfortunate vernacular, he's been on here so much he probably should have quit already. Evil, how are you?
3: <laughs> I'm doing great.
0: Good. That's it. And that's all. That's everybody. I think we're done. This is going to be way too hard. <laughs> what are we doing here tonight? So, a while back, we got a fairly good amount of requests and some advice from other larger podcasts saying, you know, you should do let people know who you are. People want, people want a connection. They want to feel like they know what you're into. So in order to do that, we're just going to talk our favorite albums for a while. These are my most difficult episodes because I'm trying as hard as I can not to plan them out and, that's difficult. These are Sven's favorite episodes because he doesn't have to Woo! listen to my rules. There's no rules. Right? You two don't know this, Rachel and Evil, but one of the last episodes that we recorded, we did No Doubt and we did Sea Change, which you knew that we did those, but we just recorded them. And real quick, before we get started with the episode, I wanted to touch on you kept talking before the episode about how you really wanted to get it done. Can I go first? Yeah, Should we get this done. Yeah, was that album fucking with you so bad that you just you had to feel that weight come off your shoulders? Was that what it was? Yeah, I love Tragic Kingdom. What I'm talking about, Sea Change.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, that was tough. Anyone that hasn't listened to the that episode, rewind, go listen to that. I'm a Beck fan, going way back, but this was very different unexpected I, I didn't catch any of the buzz about it so I, I it caught me really off guard it was so dark heavy on my shoulders i just wanted to get it get it done with um, i just
0: wanted to i didn't even know if you noticed how much you were talking to me about getting it done you wanted to be was i really with that album so bad yeah um but i also want to ask rachel and evil a question about that episode which they haven't heard it or anything it's not out but i want to ask you a no doubt question Post-Tragic Kingdom, did you like No Doubt? I'm going to start with Rachel. No. What about Gwen Stefani on her own?
2: Even worse, no. <laughs> oh, thank God. Sorry. <sighs> oh, no.
0: there's hope. There's hope. You know what I heard today <laughs> that
1: just totally reminded me of... Like, how far Gwen Stefani went, like, left-turned from, like, Tragic Kingdom. I don't know what store I was in today, but that thing, that song that came on that she did, that she took the fiddler on the roof, like, if I were a rich man thing, but if I were a rich girl. You guys know what I'm talking about?
2: Yeah, it's garbage. Yeah.
1: One of my favorite musicals. Now I can't listen to the damn thing. How does that,
0: if I were a rich girl? Because she's been rich for a really, 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 really long time. Yeah. Yeah evil what are your no doubt thoughts
3: uh they were fine back then i mean that's a while ago i i honestly can't even put a finger on their music post tragic kingdom to be honest that's that's the right answer I, honestly i mean her solo career was bananas but that's
0: yeah my well i like that everybody agrees There's really not going to be much of a warm-up, not too much to do. We're just going to talk about albums that we love. We're going to talk about specific genres, what we think is underrated, what we think isn't, stuff we think maybe sucks, but we still love it anyway, unless anybody has anything to add before we talk about the most important part of the night, which is what we're drinking. It's very easy. Okay, (laughs) Sven, what are you drinking tonight?
1: Yo! All right, let me dig into the cooler another giant i'm really into the giant yeah lagunitas ipa like good old standby ipa
0: i really like lagunitas it will forever remind me of harry parch now Ah, um (laughs) evil what are you drinking tonight
3: well to sort of go along with favorite albums i did two of my favorite drinks uh i mixed up a cocktail a whiskey sour this is a recipe i found i have Three like cocktail YouTubers that I follow. We, I think we've talked about Greg on how to drink. Love Greg. And then two actual bartenders, a guy named Leandro, whose channel is The Educated Barfly. And then mm-hmm. Steve, the bartender, and Aussie, who's great as well. And I found this recipe. He did three whiskey sours in an episode. And this one has, it's a rye. I used to make them with bourbon. Also has orange juice in it alongside the lemon juice. And it's delicious. So I strongly recommend if you like whiskey sours, checking out his recipe. And then alongside it, uh, one of my favorite whiskeys, just some Buffalo Trace, greatest hits or great favorite albums, favorite drinks. <laughs> so we're
0: we're very similar. Rachel, what are <laughs> you drinking?
2: This is embarrassing. <laughs> Here's the thing: I need to realize when Evil's here that I need to step up my drink game, and I feel like it was fine. Subjectively, last time, and today it's just, <laughs> I have a Diet Coke uh, with sugar-free And vanilla. vodka? I have a glass of vodka. Yeah.
1: Because
2: it's what was in the freezer, and then I have a tiny Bailey's Colada. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a sample one that I was like, that sounds good. And it's been in the freezer for like, who knows how long.
0: Oh, that's- for anybody that doesn't know, she lives in eastern Idaho where they don't <laughs> allow alcohol. Yeah. So... All of that she had to smuggle in ways.
2: <laughs> I went to Oregon and then drove back over. Stories. What
0: type of vodka is it?
2: <laughs> it's nothing good. Uh, okay. it's, it's like Smirnoff whipped cream flavored oh. vodka. hey <laughs> 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 it's, it's real D- bad. It's
0: B-A-N-A-N-A-S. If only- Put both of those in the Diet Coke. I bet I you bet got it would be good
2: bad. in the Might Diet okay. Coke.
0: <laughs> I... Great minds think alike, Evil, because I... Have McAllen Scotch, which is one of my favorite scotches, and then Samesies. My favorite drink is whiskey yep. sour, so we've got the whiskey sour and You're smart. the whiskey I used in it, oh, Buffalo Trace.
2: Do you guys call each other? <laughs>
1: Yeah, I see, I see where this is going I can't
0: believe we wore the same thing That's so, <laughs> so embarrassing, embarrassing.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> So that's what we're drinking tonight We're not going to waste a bunch of time We want to get into this I am excited And the research for this was fun So we're going to take a quick break And then we are going to talk Each verse, chorus, verse <sighs> Slaves' favorite album well, I'm going to have to edit that out. I can't say that. We'll be right back.
3: Because <laughs> you
1: and me fit together naturally.
0: Okay. We are back. Let's get into this let's talk favorite albums and i'm coming out with a bang i'm starting with spend because i know the answer and we're not going to go (laughs) anticlimactic here do you have a blatant no contest forever and ever it's going to be their favorite album of all time Ooh, no there we go do you rachel
2: no I have like a top five to 10 albums, but there's not like one that's, this is the best album I've ever heard and I could listen to it all day, all night.
3: Uh, What about you, Evil? I've got a list of maybe 50 or 60 albums on here. And there's (laughs) one that stands above all of them.
0: Okay, so don't give it to us yet. But we're going to end it with that, and we're going to end it with mine, too. Evil and I have one. Sven and Rachel don't. Look at the yin and the yang, the black and white cookie. This is just going to work out so well. (laughs) I'm going to ask Sven. You are not the type to be embarrassed by what you like. That said, do you have any albums that you are maybe not embarrassed, but kind of a why do I think this album is so good?
1: I don't know about albums. I have artists or bands that I listen to that probably make people raise an eyebrow i will rock out to like any abba album i would i will have my own dance queen party
0: i guess you could just count abba's greatest hits because that's what everybody <laughs> buys gold. Anyway. yeah that's right the abba gold abba gold. Gold. Abba that's gold. gold that's what it is that's, i throw on yeah. some
1: abba gold and i won't stop dancing I, I dig everything though some of some of my records are just like
0: opera do you have a favorite opera
1: tice or dido and anias that's good too still favorite it's good but i flip-flop too much you know it's
0: allowed yeah. rachel
2: Mm-hmm.
0: What is the first favorite album that you remember ever having?
2: Um, Fiona Apple. Oh, title. Jesus Ooh.
0: Christ. Yours is so better than mine. Damn.
2: <laughs> I know.
0: That's impressive. How, Thank I you. I mean, you must have been really young. That's got to be junior high at least, right?
2: 96. Do some math. 13.
1: Wow. You
2: are Fiona inch. Apple at 13? When that that yeah. was
1: well, she, way she, over my head. How old was she
0: when she did Tidal? 15, 16?
2: No, she was 18 when it was released and then 19 when she got her first Grammy. She was a kid. And if you listen to the lyrics and realize how young she was, you can be even Damn. more impressed I don't know by if you,
0: how good it is. <laughs> the, our last episode mm-hmm. that released where I actually welcome you both into the fold in Evil and Rachel farther on down the line in the podcast i make a bit of a snide comment about how nobody knows what the hell they're talking about lyrically because of you liking 1989 (laughs) by taylor swift (laughs) (laughs) Fuck off! in that same sentence i make a comment about how something about how everybody has immature lyrics unless you're fiona apple and you're writing like a fucking 35 year old when you're 16
3: yeah Mm -hmm. that's funny that you
0: bring that up um Evil, same question. Do you remember either the first album you owned or the first album that you loved?
3: There were a few. I had like cassette tapes because the very first one that I had was Sticks Kilroy was nice, oh. I think, with Mr. Roboto. <laughs> I think that was the first one I had. I very quickly after that stole a copy of my brother's Motley Crue, Shout Out the Devil, and I got it taken away at school. <laughs> Because <laughs> that was inappropriate for a second grader. Um, <laughs> yeah. And somewhere in there was the Footloose soundtrack as well. Oh. So I remember those.
0: First two albums I ever owned that I loved enough to talk somebody into getting for me are drastically different. First one being Vanilla Ice. The yeah. whatever came... What was it? <laughs> cool... Not Cool as Ice. I think that was his movie, obviously. Ice, ice Baby. Um. <laughs> to the extreme. That's that's to what the extreme. it was. And then rocked He rocked the mic like a vandal. He, 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 did. he did. And then uh Alice Cooper's Trash. Oh, which had whoa. poison on it and yeah. it's mm-hmm. an awesome album. I'll listen to it. I don't go listen to it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Sven, <laughs> nice. what about you? What's the first album yep. that you remember loving or owning?
1: Very first album and, and actually this is probably the closest I would get to like a favorite overall album. It's it's not, but close. Um, Michael Jackson's "Bad" on cassette was the very first album I ever owned. Did my little six-year-old moonwalk. I, I was <laughs> trying to like sing along. Oh, I had like the whole show, the routine, everything. So it's it's no surprise I've circled back to pop music. I think cause that was like my original. Like fell in love with the king of pop, and then um, yeah, never stopped.
0: I'm going to ask Rachel kind of the same question that I asked Sven at first, which is, is there an album that maybe you, in your heart of hearts, know it's probably not that good? Or, I don't want to say Guilty Pleasure album, but I'm just going to say Guilty Pleasure album.
2: I mean, one that I'm maybe embarrassed that I like to listen to still, after all these years. But it's a very well put together album, I think, is Collision Course. Who's that? Linkin Park and Jay-Z.
0: Oh, (laughs) okay <laughs> speaking of Linkin Park I loved Reanimator Reanimated Reanimated it was Hybrid Theory completely remixed and huh. I don't know what it was about that album but I loved it so good job Rachel you reminded me of one you're welcome Samesies.
1: we found the Linkin Park fan
0: <laughs> Evil you kind of have a cheat because you were such a fan of the 80s <laughs> hairband metal
1: yes
0: that there's so many that you can name
3: oh yeah we want to talk like guilty pleasure. I love Warrant. I love Warrant's first album. <laughs> I knew you're going to go. Dirty to Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich is great. <laughs> yeah. I love that album. Is that the one with She's uh, my cherry pie on it? That's the that's their second album. But okay. it actually that track starts with the Dirty Rotten Filthy Stinking Rich that yeah, starts a track on the first album as well. They kind of like change it up. Oh, boy, cool. I love <laughs> White Lion. They're an extremely talented band. At least Vito Bravo, the guitar player, was amazing. Um mm-hmm. I love Extreme too. I consider yes. them a '90s oh. band, but I mean, they're. Gr- I mean, Nuno Bettencourt. <laughs> we'll talk about him
0: later. Um, Someday when we do a guitar episode, he's going to be talked about quite a bit. Oh, jeez, yeah. yeah. So this is the part of the episode where all four of us harmonize and sing more than words. Are you guys ready? <laughs> <laughs> i'm pretty much right there with you on that 80s i was a little too young for it but i do remember being fascinated by the the warrant and the adamant all that kind of shit that was coming out then it's pretty fascinating stuff i think my favorite album to come mm-hmm. out of that whole period though was dr feelgood by molly crew Ooh, that yeah. album yeah oh my god one. that album's so good Rachel, Mm -hmm. you are a big hip-hop fan. Would you call Eminem your favorite? Probably. What's your favorite album Mm -hmm. of his?
2: Probably the OG, I think.
0: (laughs) Real Slim Shady?
2: Yeah. I think that's when I fell in love. I saw him shortly after that, and I was like, he is literally the most talented person I've ever seen perform. That was 22 years ago I saw him perform, and at that point in his career he was the most talented person I had ever seen perform. And that
1: was when he still had like that cartoony sound. Like A lot of his beats and everything yeah. were like... Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah, yeah. South
2: Park For sure. meets That's
1: fair. hip-hop.
0: He stopped doing that right after that in my favorite album of his, which is the Eminem show. Mm-hmm. That album was pretty political and...
1: Yeah. See, I, my favorite was Marshall Mathers' LP, right between you two. Yeah. It still had that funny, I'm going to say stupid shit that pisses people off, and that's why I'm saying it.
0: Mm-hmm. That will lead into this question. I'm going to start with Evil. Do you have a favorite rap or hip-hop album of all time? I
3: knew you were going to ask this, so I wrote down three. Awesome. They're all old. Awesome. <laughs> Run DMC, Raising Hell is amazing. Yeah. Nice. I have it on vinyl. I have the original copy my brother bought in high school on vinyl still. Yeah. Yes. Straight out of Compton. I actually listened to that yeah. in high school when it was new. And uh, Public Enemy, It Takes a Nation of Millions to Hold Us Back. Yes. Those are probably my, my top three. I don't have an order, but I'll just say those are top three for me.
0: I'm going to go next because Takes a Nation to Hold Us Back is... I'll, I'll name three, two. That's on mine. Until the End of Time by Tupac. And <sighs> then, surprise one that I doubt that any of you have ever heard. Kids See Ghosts came out about 5 years ago, 6 years ago. It's a project by Kanye West and Kid Cudi. Oh yeah. It's yeah. fucking insane. It is there is You sent that to me. Oh, really? Kid See Ghost Self-Titled album. Anybody that hasn't heard that, fairly new, go listen to it because it it seriously it'll knock you on your ass. Rachel, do you have favorite hip-hop albums?
2: I like the ones you like, David. You just have such good taste. <laughs> In hip-hop. Hey,
0: see, that's, that's a win. That's a win. You know, technically, you already cited Jay-Z and Eminem. So, Sven, do you have one?
1: I got a couple. The Sleeper one that I don't know that anyone's ever heard of is this guy named Sleep. He was from a group out of Portland called Old Dominion, and his solo projects were awesome. His real name's Chris, or Christopher. So Christopher is the name of the album that's one of my favorite of his. He's quick. He's fun to listen to. The other one, more nostalgia and memories in my life, but Dre's Chronic 2001. Oh, yeah. It came out when I was in high school. I listened to that
2: everywhere
1: I go, because that was what was...
0: (laughs) How quickly you change teams, Rachel. This is bullshit.
2: (laughs) Have I ever not been on Sven's team?
0: That's very, that's very true. Come on.
3: The original Chronic is one of the few rap CDs I purchased. That was a great and album that's as great. well.
1: Yeah. I don't want to come off like I don't appreciate so many other... There's so many things that led to that. The two albums that I just named off, hip-hop, I'm a fan going all the way back to like, I don't know, even like old... Oh, ooh, a third one on there. Notorious B.I.G., Ready to Die, I think. You said Pac. I was I was all about that, but I think I gotta give a little East Coast love.
0: Let's go to the opposite end of the spectrum. Rachel, do you have a favorite country album? Ooh.
2: Do I have a favorite country album? I would say ready to fly, probably as kids it's it had
1: to have been the chicks. It's the
2: chicks! Ready to fly, definitely. That's a classic. There's not any shitty songs on there. If you like that genre and them.
0: So are you how big of a country fan are you?
2: More than you would like, David.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Are there any other albums you want to mention is is what I'm getting at.
2: I mean, nothing as big as that. I was pretty into Faith Hill, Deanna Carter when I was in high school. Right now, Casey Musgraves is quite good. Her latest one could use some work, but the... one before was great. I can't think of the name of that Did one. Does she sing
0: the song that my daughter sings about smoking weed or not smoking weed <laughs> yep. or get. Yeah.
2: I believe it's Biscuits is the name of the song. Mind Your Own Biscuits and, my and Gravy.
0: Daughter loves that song.
2: Yeah. Sounds good. And right. I can't
0: really say shit about it, even though she's singing about smoking weed and whatever <laughs> else. Evil, I think you are more my speed in that you want
3: the old, old, old country. I, you um, know, I knew you were going to ask this too, so I jotted down a few things. You're going to be the
1: Waylon <laughs> fan, I, aren't yeah, you?
3: Outlaw country is kind of what I grew up with because my dad, he was you know, a professional bull rider and liked all oh, that kind of stuff. You know, Waylon, Willie, Johnny Cash, so Cash's live albums come to mind. Um, it would be really easy to pick one of like Sturgill's first few albums for more modern country. But my favorite country album is actually by Roger Klein and the Peacemakers, who previously were the refreshments. Their first album is called Honky Tonk Union. And it's, I I like came, I'm like, oh my God, I haven't listened to Honky Tonk Union forever. I put it on like yesterday.
0: Was that who the lyrics were you sent me today?
3: It is. Yep. (laughs) Well done. I dream
0: in color. I live in black and white. Still, I have those days when I'm stumbling through the grays, when I drink for boredom and for spite. Yep. That's it. If that isn't fucking outlaw country, I don't know what it is.
3: (laughs) That's from a different album, but same musical vein. Yeah. Yeah. That band's awesome. So
0: I'm, I really like old, 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 old. There is a kind of a tribute album to Hank Williams where they found all this old, really well-recorded stuff of his. It's called Alone and Forsaken. And the song on it, Alone and Forsaken, is probably my favorite country song of all time. It's so good. I like that sort of stuff. I really like Folsom County. We talked about this, I think, on our 69 one. I don't Mm -hmm. think it's his best, but it's just that was when he was kind of... He had embraced the whole I'm a druggy alcoholic, psycho. You could hear it in his voice. He's kind of mad mm. in that. And <laughs> I just love it. And then a uh, huge Tennessee Ernie Ford fan. So his whole... That whole 16 Tons album, really awesome. Mm. Sven, what do you got?
1: I'm, I'm going to throw three out going in several different subcategories of, cult, uh, of country. Old school... I'm a Willie fan. Stardust, actually. That's a good album. It's a great album. And for old school country, it's not that country, but it's still Willie. And then more recently, I've been into Chris Stapleton. Tennessee Whiskey, I think, was the first song I ever heard and fell in love with it. It's from the uh, album Traveler uh so he's a
0: current artist
1: he's current and killing it i would kill to have a voice like that that soulful and the runs he hits and things like that but it's still country genre and then my fun country like this is one that i haven't seen him live but i would i would love to zach brown band the foundation is probably the album that i'll throw out as the one that got me into him it's got like chicken fried the first hits he had amazing guitarist He jams. The band is a jam band. You're going to have to give Um, that to me at
0: some point because I don't know Zach Brown band at all. Dude. They they did a song with Chris Cornell. What? That's amazing. You would dig Zach Brown. Yeah. Well, sold me. I don't know if everybody's going to have an answer to this. So feel free to sit out on this one. But I'm going to go to Sven first. Sven, if somebody were to come to you, and say, look, I'm trying to get into jazz. I want to get into jazz. I want to understand it. I want to get why people love jazz so much. Is there an album that you would give them?
1: I'd have to ask some follow-up questions. I know this is not the answer that probably fits well, but like, I need to know what they do like, because I think there's always a jazz album that's a gateway, depending on what you're into. Like, I steer people towards things like Herbie Hancock, because he's kind of got a foot in each door. <laughs> You it's know? a teeny bit. Uh, I don't want to
0: say simpler, but easier to understand. It's easier to listen to a little bit.
1: Yeah, it's not just full out hit you over that. Because jazz, I mean, jazz as a genre is is huge. There's mm-hmm. j- there's jazz I don't enjoy. I'm I'm a huge jazz fan in general, but there's jazz music I'm I'm not as big of a fan of. Yeah. Like... I'm not going to win anyone over to a bunch of big band kind of swing. Glenn Miller and stuff like that. I mean, it's talented. There's some good stuff. Like, it's not what I listen to on i I'm not going to try to convince anyone else to, to love it. They can love it if they want to. Well,
0: because there is a danger if, if you say, like, kind of blue or something like that. Somebody's going to listen to that and be like, holy fuck, I can't, I can't get this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't drop people straight into, like, any bebop or anything. Like, I avoid Coltrane, Miles Davis, any of the stuff that... Bebop is weird. Like, if you're into jazz, it can be really exciting. But if you're not, you can be like, why are they just playing random fucking notes at 300 <laughs> miles an hour sometimes? And then other times, they're playing shit that doesn't go along with the chords that the piano player's playing. And Headhunters, Herbie Hancock Headhunters. There you hunters. go. It's Perfect. funk, but it's it's jazz.
0: That's easy. Rachel, Evil, do you have... Do you listen to jazz?
2: Um, no. No <laughs> is the short answer. The long answer is... I used to own a couple Diana crawl albums. Yes! Which we got, Sorry, got shoved so on us in high school. Um, but I did, but I did like her. Uh, so her, would Pink Martini go in that genre?
0: Ish. Pink Martini is more of a what retro? Because they're
2: jazzy, but are they jazz? Probably not.
0: Maybe like, what's the '90s big band genre?
2: That's not big band.
0: I'm not saying it's big band, but there was a genre there where it was there were ska bands, there were big band bands, there were jazz. It's kind of a. Mm,
2: it's fake jazz. It's not real jazz. Don't get me wrong. Okay.
1: Okay. I think mean, <laughs> fake jazz is fake jazz is still jazz. It's, kinda, it's jazzy. Most jazz is fake.
2: Whoa.
3: Exp- oh, okay.
1: <laughs> they invented fake it till you make they it. They did. That's, yeah, that's true. true. That's, that's true. A good Just point. Just yes. yes. Yeah.
3: They did. That's a very good point. Evil, do you like jazz? I do. I think if you enjoy music in general, like broadly, you eventually wind up at jazz at some point. It's like the ultimate end point to music, I feel mm-hmm. like. Genius of Modern
0: Music by Thelonious Monk is my favorite jazz album, and I Ooh. don't see that changing anytime soon. There's something about the sound of Thelonious Monk that just, it just hits me right. Hey, Rachel, how's it going? Hey, dude. <laughs> Either tell me an album that you think not many people have listened to that need to, or just throw out an album on your list that you haven't talked about yet.
2: Operation Ivy?
0: Heyo. Which one? The self-titled?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's like the best 20 minutes of your life. It's,
0: <laughs> is it really that short?
2: <laughs> it's really, I don't know how long no, it is. You're it's, probably really,
0: right. <laughs> it's really you're short. You're probably right. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: So I guess we can go to punk then. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's do, do that. punk. I'll go after that. Operation Ivy is a good one.
1: And punk is so broad. Yeah. I hear stuff that is punk, but I'm like, is it really?
0: Like, is Green Day punk? Yeah, <laughs> they are, unfortunately. Mm. <laughs> unfortunately. They, or maybe they were.
2: Ish.
1: I
0: enjoy some Green Day. You know what? Now that you say that, and this is kind of tripping me out, is I'm thinking back to when I come around and...
1: Yeah, like, dookie.
0: Basket Case. Has I guess some Basket Case spirit. is pretty punky. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's it's a lot more of an alternative.
2: Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and that started a whole string of bands that are like, what what do we call them? Pop punk? Yeah. Right?
0: Ataris. It's and punk, but
1: it's pop. I don't know if you could call it blink. like pure punk. Do you have
0: a punk album that you love, Sven?
1: I started with Nevermind oh, the Bullocks. Started that, with me. mean, <sighs> everybody. Sex Pistols was when i wanted to know what punk was like i don't know who pointed me in that direction but like yeah like
0: we have an award named Sex after Pistol. that that's that's how good you know? that album is
1: yeah god save the queen <laughs> anarchy in the uk that kind of stuff playing it on my guitar and screaming it as like a 13 year old boy and my parents so confused why i was pissed off with the queen of england <laughs>
0: <laughs> cliche to say london calling because i London Calling is, it's probably not my favorite. So I'm a huge Bad Religion fan. Like, Process of Belief is probably my favorite Bad Religion album. But I love London Calling. That album's amazing. That's like top five cliche albums that, like, I might as well just start talking about. Abbey Road and Dark Side of the Moon. And my God, I am cliche. Um, (laughs) Evil, do you, are you a punk Guy, or were you at one point a punk guy? I feel like it's hard to be so into heavy metal hair band stuff and punk at the same time.
3: Well, it, I mean, like hardcore punk for sure, because that influences a lot of the music I listen to now. And I've kind of gone back, like Earth Crisis, stuff like that. I've, oh, wow. I've reverse engineered like bands that I really love, like on Earth. Where did they come up with some of these ideas? I love Corrosion of Conformity, who when Pepper Keenan joined, they kind of became a hardcore crossover band. Mm. But prior to that, they were a hardcore punk band, not like no effects punk or like, uh, which I, I I like no effects too, but it's not like my, that's not my thing. That's not what I, yeah. the, the old stuff is great. Like Ramones, The Clash, you have to have some experience with bands like that if you're in rock music at all. I should have gone to this
0: earlier but i didn't because it was already brought up uh when rachel talked about title favorite albums with a female vocalist which that reminded me of win the pawn which Mm. is probably one of my favorite albums of all time which was the album after title for fiona apple i'll just keep going another band that i don't remember if evil gave it to me or i gave it to evil but dead sarah Oh, they yes. have a self-titled album, up. and if nobody has heard of Dead Sarah, they will knock you on your ass. We saw them live, and I'm sorry, what's, I forgot her name, Emily Armstrong. Yeah. If you haven't seen Emily Armstrong yet, go and see Emily Armstrong live. First song in, we looked at each other and we said, well, this is, like, she's going to be fucked in three minutes. Yeah,
3: her minutes. voice is going to be fried. Yeah.
0: Nope. <laughs> oh, 12 songs later, and she's just ripping it. It was one of yep. the craziest things I've ever seen. That's way up there for me. Unfortunately, Janice was never an album person, because I love Janice more than anything, but she was more a live performer. And Rachel, mm-hmm. you gave us title. Do you have anything else that's not Mariah Carey? Oh,
2: God. Mariah Carey's just so good. Whitney.
0: Um, I'd take Whitney over Mariah.
2: <laughs> What's I mean- love got to Got that's to. Tina. Oh, shit. <laughs> um I almost picked Tori Amos for this. Oh, my didn't. God.
0: Boys for Pele. Boys for Pele. Yeah. Fuck me. How did I not say that one? Okay. Sorry, uh, Rachel. It's
2: okay. <laughs> I was going to go Little Earthquakes, but Boys for Pele is good.
0: That's the right answer, Boys for Pele. Anyway,
2: that's all I got for now. i did quit. you quit? Pass. <laughs> <Did> you quit?
3: <laughs>
2: I already won with Fiona. I know.
3: Evil, what do you got? Uh, you stole mine. I mean, Jed Sarah would have been my yes. number one pick. That self-titled album is, I mean, oh my god, it's it is fantastic. And the mm-hmm. Weatherman, that song is, Ooh. Oh, yeah, Yankers, uh, amazing. Have you ever heard Whitney Houston's isolated track for, um, how do I, oh gosh, what's the, what's the song? Um, how do I know if he really loves me? Yes. If you listen to the (laughs) isolated voice track for that, the isolated vocals, she was amazing. This is pre auto tune pre I'm just blown away by that.
0: Uh, Sven, do you have any?
3: Emily
1: Wells, probably fairly unknown. She's got an album called mom, but she's got a bunch of albums. She's got an album called Mama that she did twice. There's Mama, and then there's just like all of her acoustic recordings. She fascinates me. She's a multi-instrumentalist. I think some instruments are just like shit she makes, maybe, maybe not, but she finds she's just one person and sounds like an entire band. Uh, Dua Lipa? I mean, if you're gonna Oh you're I'm a pop stuff. guy, right? So I'm a huge fan of 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 like almost everything she does her Dua Lipa album probably is is what got me into her like I don't know it's funky it's it's she's one of those people that I feel like is bringing jazz and music and jazz chords like more complex music back into pop music let's see cranberries i feel like if we're going to talk female oh, shit. leads um
0: uh the faithfully departed or what was yeah, it
1: and i think no need to argue was the one that i was thinking of off the bat but like i don't know i like
2: all of cranberry stuff Uh, God damn, that's That's uh, such
1: a good one.
0: It should have been mine.
2: um, I forgot to mention Alison Krauss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, puppies. I want to save the puppies. You're thinking Sarah Sarah
1: McLachlan. Sarah McLachlan. Sorry. It's very
2: different. Uh, Whiskey Lullaby. Yeah. She did that one with the, she has like the most Grammys of anyone ever, I believe. I'm not kidding. I think she has like almost 30 Grammys. Who was it that hates Grammys? Was it you, Dave, or Sven? I don't remember.
0: <laughs> no, he loves him. I hate him. Was it was a real shocker. <laughs> there, nobody saw yeah. that coming. Um, I want to talk new albums. Rachel, mm-hmm. a two-part question: What are you listening to right now the most, and what is the most recent released album that you love?
2: Most recent released would be the Megan The Stallion. I really am not very hip to the the stuff that's come out in the last year or so. To be perfectly honest. I am. That's why
0: I totally know what you're talking about, and I'm not Googling it You don't know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Megan the Stallion with two E's. Of course I do. Two E's. Go ahead.
2: David. All right.
0: What's the album called?
2: Fuck if I know. I really don't know. Okay. To be honest. The album is called uh, Good News. Okay. That's what it was. All right. That was the album.
0: What are you listening to the most right now? Same thing?
2: I don't want to give anything away for our next episode, and so that's what I'm fucking to.
0: Jesus Christ.
2: Uh, sorry, oh, we're
0: gonna have words on on that <laughs> shit. We really are evil. Same question.
3: There, there are two things that have impressed me this year: Royal Blood's album Typhoons. There it is. Yeah, we didn't plan that. Um,
0: we really didn't. Did but you?
2: though? A- we knew. Same drink, and- same album, same shirt. <laughs>
3: Made me look. Jason Bieler and the Baron Von Bielski Orchestra.
0: <laughs> well, that's made up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no. Jason Bieler was the main songwriter for Saigon Kick.
0: Fucking A, really?
3: Yep. I have been disconnected from him musically since... I think the, the last album I had of theirs was um, The Devil in the Details, 96 maybe. Look at this. Um, and I, I just found, I was looking up new albums and I found it. I was like, oh my God, I got to listen to this. One of them is a collaboration with Devin Townsend. Oh, um, there we it's, go. Uh, I love it. Absolutely love it. If you don't like that kind of music, you're going to hate it. I'm just gonna, <laughs> it's, it's weird. It's quirky. It's, it's musician's music, but I love it. But Typhoons, going back to Royal Blood, that album. My God. Oh my God. It, it's probably like my favorite album the last 5 years.
0: I can't stop listening to it. I still yeah, I still can't. It's it's that band's amazing. it's causing harm to the podcast with how much I'm <laughs> not listening to other shit. <laughs> it's not good. It's true. Yeah. Sven, what about you? What are you listening to right now?
1: Well, actually, this was one that we did a quick fire on um Olivia Rodrigo Sour.
0: Man. Up in that shit.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. I've been digging that. That's from this year. Uh, of course, the Foo Fighters, Medicine of Midnight. I, I, I don't know. I'm not going to beat that dead horse. It's so bad. It's awesome.
0: Same for me, Royal Bloods. And I'm still listening to that Mogwai album, that newest Mogwai album. Yeah. And also because of the podcast uh, Simulation Theory by Muse, I'm listening to a shit ton right now spoilers i guess we're gonna wind down here soon give me an album that we haven't talked about yet that you want to make sure that we do talk about
1: if we talked about never we haven't talked about nevermind we haven't
0: talked about really anything grunge
1: that's cliche that's like the Nirvana some things are cliche for a reason that is seriously one of my favorite nirvana anything's ever and then that was kind of the template for a lot of the other things that i like came out of nirvana
0: there are so many albums that we're not going to be able to get to most of mine probably come from the grunge era you know every album that soundgarden ever did every- How was it
1: yeah i was gonna say how's yeah. no one said soundgarden
0: yeah. every album that allison chains ever script. did Hoops. every album that's very oh, funny. <laughs> <goodness.
1: laughs> i have a really specific album to ask about because we haven't talked about it yet i like it but Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy, and the Infinite Sadness. Is that grabbing anybody? Oh, wow. So, like, that was one of those double things. like
0: Amazing?
2: I was days. actually yeah. more
0: of a gish guy myself.
3: Siamese, Siamese dreams. dreams on my list. Look
0: at us. We're all different.
2: I agree with Sven. Sorry. Melancholy. Thank
0: you. Melancholy mm-hmm. and the Infinite Sadness? Figures.
2: Because <laughs> well, you,
1: you got like everything in that one. No, I'm, just, I'm kidding. That's everything. a
0: great album. No, it's an amazing album. It really is. I think Gish was just the first one I heard, and it—that was one of those who the no hell are these heard him before that kind of so. thing.
3: Yeah, it's, that's a good point. Cherub Brock, mm. that's what a great album opener.
0: When I'm talking my favorite albums, the only other one that I didn't mention yet, super super random one that's way more nostalgia. We talked about it at the very beginning of the episode. Albums that may not be worthy of being a favorite album of all time, but they still are. There's something about God shuffled his feet album by the Crash Test Dummies that Ooh, I will wow. always be obsessed with. I will listen to that album. Is that so? The one that was on it. It's mm-hmm. it has the song on it too, but every song on it is amazing. Fun fact: Last year, you know how on Spotify they give you your little results at the end of the year and what you listen to mm-hmm. and. So I was in the 99.9 something percentile of Crash Test Dummies listeners. (laughs) I literally listen to Crash Test Dummies more than anybody else on Spotify. So, yeah.
1: that's insane a little bit.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I've worked really hard at it. (laughs) Rachel, anything we didn't mention that
2: that you need
0: to, that you're sad about? There
2: is, actually. Um, We didn't talk about garbage. Yes! Mm-hmm. and we didn't talk sorry we didn't talk about bush that's what I was oh, wow. gonna say Ooh. garbage and bush <coughs> because we were talking about grunge and kind of missed over those two
0: but so like 16 razor so blade suitcase mm-hmm. oh stone razor blade stone. suitcase was my favorite thank you 16 over stone 16 stone, stone.
2: wow Razorblade suitcase has some good stuff okay. in it
1: greedy fly
2: it had some good uh, orchestral in there as well which I was All really right.
0: into which garbage was your favorite
2: mm, 2.0 probably so that was yeah ish 90s yeah. I believe
0: is that it? Garbage and Bush?
2: Oh, Less Than Jake. I had Less Than Jake written down, too. Okay.
0: Less Than Jake is awesome. Oh, love Less Than You've got this little niche here of the... I'm starting to learn a bit about you, Rachel, with your Operation Ivy and your Less Than Jake. Mm. I'm, I'm walking away with my... I'm admiring you a little bit mm. from afar.
2: I'm not just Taylor mm. Swift, David.
0: Yeah. Evil, I know that you have a list of about 76 albums that we haven't talked about (laughs) okay so so we're gonna call this evil's corner evil we're gonna go take a break you slowly name off every single album and why you like them
2: (laughs) we'll be back in
3: 20 (laughs)
0: minutes we'll be back you have to talk really fast (laughs) i want you to give me three albums on there that are not your favorite album so I've got my three. Don't name your favorite yet, but give me
3: three on that list. Number three. Well, I should say number four, because we're leaving out my number one. ACDC Highway to Hell is the most rock and roll album <laughs> ever. Bon Scott, there's no bad track on that album. It's, yeah.
1: Now, honestly, Angus Young, like one of my favorite oh, guitar oh, tones, oh. guitar sounds, anywhere.
3: So that was four. Number three is Down Nola. Ooh. Down was a, I don't know like a side project super group initially as Phil Anselmo from Pantera, Pepper Keenan from Corrosion of Conformity some guys uh, from Crowbar, a guy from I Hate God, EYE Hate God, like a sludge metal band that got together and recorded what they kind of figured Sabbath would sound like in the mid-90s filtered through southern I don't know, You take like Sabbath, Pantera, and maybe and because it was named NOLA. They're all from New Orleans. And it is the most riff-heavy album I've ever listened to. And the guitar tone is just mean. They've been doing stuff, you know, on and off since then. But that album, they captured lightning in a bottle with that one. It has the greatest closing track to any album I've ever heard. Hearsay. Uh, Period.
0: Besides the Beatles. no. (laughs) <laughs>
3: Damn. number two unearth the oncoming storm probably my favorite metal album of all time uh they're a, a band from boston they're self-proclaimed holes from boston <laughs> they're like yeah Boston, and they play guitar they they took hardcore punk a la earth crisis melded it with melodic death metal from sweden a la in flames and created this new thing that is brilliant and they are the kings of of breakdowns in metal music to this day it's amazing um they're like kind of magnum opus is zombie autopilot it's on this album
0: you're all tired no you're all sick of this shit Maybe just one of us has a very, I want to be done with this shit look on his or her face. <laughs> Anybody else have anything before we get to the main question of the night?
1: We already know what we're all drinking. What are you talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> don't have to go back to bed. Spend... <laughs> I,
2: don't, I was going to win the pond, but we already kind of talked about yeah. that. I... But that's, it's, that's in the top, top handful of my favorite. That levels. was
0: amazing. There are a lot of other albums that I'm not going to mention, specifically because they're going to ruin certain band dissections. If I give a favorite album for Radiohead and Alice in Chains and stuff like that, people are going to know for further thingies and whatnots. It sounds like it's pretty much James and I that actually have a favorite album of all time. So we're going to give those, and then we're going to call it a night. I'll go first, and I'll let Evil go last, because he's special. So my favorite album of all time was a... one-off, a bit of a super group. The genre fits me perfectly, but it is right behind me, and it's Above by Mad Season. I will never hear anything like that again. It just happens to have my favorite vocalist of all time singing on it, and I dare you to put that in a genre. It is my favorite album of all time. I will always worship it. That's her, Evil. Let's hear it. Do you want to guess? I'm just going to go classic and maybe it's because i've been listening to it for maybe some other projects that are going Mm -hmm. on but i'm just gonna go number one van halen 1978's
3: the original four that is my third favorite van halen album jesus christ okay yep what is it then women and children first it's their third album no shit what's crazy is the van halen fans that i know personally this is all their favorite van halen album if you talk to like guitar players, they'll say maybe fair warning. That was like their peak of creativity with the Roth era stuff. Or, you know, it's hard to like argue against self-titled what you just mentioned. I mean, that was landmark for sure. But for me personally, women and children first, it's the best <laughs> yeah. of both worlds, which is. Van <laughs> um, No, it's, it's literally like for anyone who doesn't understand how the music industry works or worked back then, like bands would get signed and they did not make money forever. Mm -hmm. Van Halen recorded Van Halen one, Van Halen two women and children first fair warning, and maybe started making money around diver down or 1984. And then Roth was out of the band and they were putting out albums like every year. You know, this is, we're not talking about like two, three year album cycles. It was like every year they're cranking out like masterpieces. And for me, this was like them at their absolute wildest and craziest. This whole album is pure attitude. And I think that's what I like about it most.
0: There we go. Now you know everything about us and how regretful you are that you asked (sighs) for this. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Join us next week when Sven and I only dissect one of my I guess one of my favorite bands of all time in News. <laughs> I will be in New Orleans and it's gonna be good. Rachel Polio evil Jimmy. It was awesome having you both. I'm glad that we finally found the faces of the podcast and now we can start making that money. (laughs) Whatever I can do. That's it. We'll see you next week. Ta-ta. Cheers.
2: Bye.
3: Bye.
0: (laughs) Somehow edit that show into
3: an episode. (laughs)
1: We would come alive We could go all night Years that fast Now we're not, not that, that young. young We're not too old to have some fun.